everybody. Welcome to another episode of Crimes, Killers, Cults. And beer. And beer. Just two Florida men drinking beer, talking about true crime. And, I don't know, just the fact that it's two Florida men doing it makes it even better. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, this is episode 27. 27. Hell yeah. Actually... No, this is episode 28. Uh, episode 28. Hell yeah. The one Yeah. <laughs> the, the one that you're editing right now is 27. So oh, this okay. is episode 28. Okay. God. <laughs> so anyway, that's hot. <laughs> and that's Bill. <laughs> so, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, tonight I'm drinking rum and coke because that's what I had. Okay. Um You'll never guess what I'm drinking. Oh, God. I don't like, I have no idea. I mean, it wouldn't be Bud Light, would it? <laughs> How'd you get? Are you clear? Are you, are you clairvoyant? I'm peeking in your window right now, man. Oh, you in Flat Earth Frank. No, I, I already I already fucking shoot him off with a stick. You're good. Oh, he was out there this time, huh? Yeah, I chased him away. He's You're good. Okay, cool. Well. <sighs> I saw some breaking news this morning. Appar- apparently, um, Sting, you know the the singer, yeah, the bass player, he was kidnapped. uh Oh, and the police have no lead. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> the police have no lead. Yeah, the police have no lead. I get you. <laughs> I got you. I I hate to say that I hate to I hate to even say this that it took me that long to for that to register, but I got you. <laughs> so have you? You know, we're coming up on Halloween, and we got we got something special planned for you for Halloween. Um, yep. But 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 have you seen the new Halloween movie? Uh, no, I have not. Halloween ends. But I I watched it the other night and you know I'm I'm really good at predicting what movies are going to be uh, like to the point to where if I if I think a movie's going to go somewhere I'll write it down just so that I can prove it right you know the you know that that I knew at a certain time well I I had this feeling about Halloween and and I I'm like oh my god I hope I'm freaking wrong but there for a while it looked like I was going to be right I mean it really was looking like I was going to be right uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, I was wrong. Uh-oh. And I was like, good, I'm glad I was wrong. And and because of the fact that I was wrong, yeah, that that's one of the better movies in the franchise. Is it? Yeah, I was really happy with it. And like I said, I'm glad I was wrong. Because if I had been right, the movie would have sucked. <laughs> right. Sorry when that happens. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, they, they did a good job. And... I think it really is over. Uh, you know, I hope so because, goddamn, I mean, well, that franchise Lee- has been going on since the seventies, man. That shit needs to be over. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Yeah, I saw that. I've seen the previews for it. I just haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah, it, it's worth. It's worth. It's definitely worth a watch. I mean, I I, I recommend it. You know, it's. Right on. it's 
It's better than the Rob Zombie movies. You know, it's better than... Yeah. It's better well, than speak- some of the movies that came out in, like, the 80s and 90s. Yeah. I did watch The Monsters. I thought it was really good. That's out? The Rob Zombie yeah. one? Yeah, it's on... Uh, Oh, so it on Netflix, I think. Oh, really? I'm gonna have to watch that. I mean, I, it's, I mean, it's been getting like bad reviews. Like people are really not liking it. Oh, that's for sucks. whatever reason, dude. I, I freaking loved it, dude. I mean, it was like, okay, it's not your typical Rob Zombie movie, you know. I mean, it's not House of a Thousand Corpses or whatever. Right, which I, I mean, which I'm thinking, what people wanted it to be, you know, I'm thinking that people wanted it to be that, and it's not. I thought it was it, brilliant. How could the monsters be like House of a Thousand Corpses? I don't know, because Rob Zombie's doing it, and that's what they wanted Rob Zombie to do with the monsters. I don't fucking know, but I mean, I, I see a lot of people <laughs> online just freaking totally hating it, and yeah. well, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Well, the cool thing is. Yeah, the cool thing about me and you, I know that if if you like the movie, I'm gonna like it too. Yeah, I mean it. It, it is silly. There is some silly shit in it, and, but that's the way the TV show was. So I mean, you right. know. Yeah, I mean it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to watch that. Yeah, and I just watched the new Hellraiser movie too on Hulu. I thought that was. You, is that yeah. a movie or is it a series? Yeah, it's a movie. Oh, I thought it was. A, I thought it was gonna be a series. Nah, it's a movie. It's uh, I like it. I mean, it's it's uh, what do you want to call it? Like a reboot, I guess, of the Hellraiser franchise. Yeah, and P- and Pinhead's a chick, right? Yeah, but I mean, that's kind of closer to the original story that Clive Barker wrote. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, well, in the in the in the story, <clears throat> it never actually says that Pinhead is a female. Pinhead and all the Cenobites are just very androgynous with feminine uh, vocal qualities or whatever. Their voices sound feminine, but they never get called women. No. But uh, Clyde Barker changed it because, you know, back in the day when the first Hellraiser came out, people probably wouldn't have liked the movie as much if if uh, Pinhead was a chick. <laughs> oh. So he rewrote his own story to... Uh, Whatever, you know. To placate the masses? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but now the, this this one, on, uh, the Hellraiser on Hulu is pretty good. Cool, I'll have to check that out. So, anyway, on with the show. Yes. Um, we're covering Boone Hill, the crazy, the crazy outlaw... The Kentucky Headhunter, the Kentucky Headhunter, Kentucky the Kentucky, Headhunter. <laughs> the Kentucky Cannibal, eh. <laughs> and the that, that was sword. a country band, right? The Kentucky Headhunters weren't they a country band? I think so. It was either that or a or a WWF tag team. Yeah, it could have been that too. I don't know. Wait, I'm thinking of the Bushwhackers. But anyway, um, anywho. Yeah, the Kentucky cannibal, Boone Hill, right. the outlaw, desperado. And, you know, you, if you noticed a little something different in our intro music, yep, that's our Wild West intro. We're going <laughs> to yes. use that. We're going to use that anytime we cover a, a story from the Wild West. <laughs> wild, wild West. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, that's awesome. See, I'm see, I'm on. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty minutes from now, you're going to be like, the police have no lead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got it. I just, I know. <laughs> I'm like I said, I'm a little disappointed with myself how long it actually took <laughs> for so, me to get it. But source, yeah, I got it. Source for this is the book, The Kentucky Headhunter by uh, by Ryan Green, who is quickly becoming my favorite author. He has 25 books out so far. We've already covered the Angus Sinclair. That was that was my source for, for that episode. And then, of course, this one. And I've got two more of his books already in my possession that we're going to cover at, at some <laughs> point. There's a... <laughs> Right and there's a, a serial killer, and there's and he even does a really fucked up cult. Oh, okay, cool. So, so I, I think we're gonna, you know, I, I think by the time, yeah, as time goes by, we'll have done every single thing that he has a story that he has a book out on. <laughs> All right. Well. Hey, it's cool. It's a it's it's free promotion for him. Yeah. Actually, if if you think about it, because I'm buying these books, I'm paying, you know, I'm paying him. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are paying for the books. It's not like you're just reading it online or something. Yeah, or um, checking out from a library or something like that. Yeah, so, you know, he's making his money off us. It's all good. Yep. No, and, and he's he's an excellent writer. I, I love, you know, and, as long as he keeps writing, we'll have material. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. So, January 28th of 1828, Levi Boone Helm was born. And he was born in Lincoln County, Kentucky. His mother, Nancy, she had serious complications during his birth, which Uh-oh. could have which could have actually had something to do with the way that he turned out, mm. but that's that's just speculation on my part. Um, she and the father Joseph Helm they they had a total of eleven kids. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a lot that's of kids. That's that a is, football that's, team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Kentucky Headhunters. <laughs> <laughs> so the Louisville Cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. They at some point relocated to Missouri, and they they spent their their last savings to get into a wagon train to to have safety along the way. Uh-huh. And they were well liked in Missouri, even though they were dirt poor. Joseph couldn't afford to have farm hands. Luck, luckily, they had eleven kids. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to pay your children. <laughs> yeah. Nancy became a school teacher. So Boone, at 10 years old, he had a growth spurt. And he, he was the size of a, a grown man at 10 years old and bulking out with muscle mass due to his hard work on the farm. You know, Joseph, Joseph taught him to hunt and kill and skin animals. You know, the older, his older kids got squeamish about that, but Boone loved it. You know, Joseph had given him a bowie knife and... That was his pride possession. He took it everywhere he went. And when when he was skinning rabbits, he wouldn't even break their necks at first. He'd just start skinning them because he liked the sound of a rabbit screaming. Oh. <sighs> uh, 
Have you ever heard a rabbit scream? Uh, no. I hope you never do because that is a sound that once you hear, you will never, you can never unhear it. Yeah. Well, you, you know how I feel about animals, so yeah, I'm gonna go out of my way to not ever hear that. Yeah. So Boone demanded respect from older people. He started fighting whoever he thought wasn't respecting him. He would assault the younger kids, and he would also go after all all of the bullies, you know, all the other bullies. Yeah, and he was brutal with his beatdowns. If he thought somebody had wronged him, he would beat the shit out of that person. But but once wasn't enough. He'd do it like every time he saw the the dude. Oh really? So just, it was just like I'm, kicking your ass once wasn't enough for him. He would just keep on doing it. Yeah. Hey uh, Arthur, come on over here. It's time for your weekly beating down. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man, I ain't seen you in a month. Get over here. I need to kick your get, ass. Get over here, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kick your ass twice because um, it's been a month. <laughs> All right. So if someone pulled pulled him off of somebody that he was pummeling, he would go after the person that saved the victim and beat the shit out of them, too. I see. I kind of get the feeling this guy spent a lot of time kicking people's asses. Oh, we're going to get there. We're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> It kind of reminds me of that scene, and you know, like somebody tries to pull him off of somebody, and he's and he goes after that person too. It reminds me of that scene in um, Coming to America where they're in the barber shop. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Who's next? <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, Coming to America too was really good. Anyway, <laughs> but it was all right. But yeah. I liked it. But at, as a teen, he put on expedition wrestling and boxing matches, bare-knuckle boxing. And he would take on grown men and beat the shit out of them. Well, yeah. I mean, if he was, like, as freakishly big as you described earlier, I could see that. You know, we did that um, that, that killer death match in, you know, between Joseph Paul Franklin and um, Dwight York. <laughs> yeah. When we cover Carl Panzram, we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to do one with Carl Panzram versus Boone Hill. <laughs> All right. So, um, he quickly gained a reputation as the toughest man in town. Yet he didn't even have hair on his chin yet. He was <laughs> like thirteen, fourteen years old, and and everybody in town was afraid of him. Saw peach fuzz. Yeah, maybe not even that. <laughs> Yeah, who so, knows? Boom is also a gifted horse rider, and he had a he had a trick where he would throw his Bowie knife and you know and stick it into the ground. Then, with the horse at full speed, he would whip out of the saddle, hold onto it by the saddle horn, retrieve the knife, and pull him back up into the saddle. This is while the horse is going full speed. Wow! I freaking wish there was video of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I, actually, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if out there some, somebody on YouTube has has recreated that that scene. Yeah, it's a possibility. You know? Yeah, I'm going to have to look for that. So, as a young man, he would get drunk and he would just clear out a tavern in brawls just because. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Like, damn it, this beer's, this beer's warm. I'm kicking everybody's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. 
as a young man, he would get drunk and clear out a tavern, and I already said that. You did. I'm kicking your ass, Bill, because you already said that. (laughs) (laughs) So he had the attention of everyone. The men, because he was the total badass, but the women started lusting after him because they wanted to tame the local wild man. Oh. You're not going to tame me. Get over here. I'm going to kick your ass. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. But his father stopped talking to him. He was he was afraid of Boone, and his mother was sad because of the monster that he had become, and his brothers and sisters were afraid of him as well. So, not everybody likes him. Yeah. So, so his, his family was leaving for better opportunities, and nobody was planning on staying there, but, but they didn't tell Boone that they were leaving. He was just going to be left behind, but... But that wouldn't happen just yet. Oh no! Yeah, it, it's coming. They're in the they're in the discussion phases about it, kind of like me in the situation that I'm in right now. <laughs> yeah. But finally, inevitably, finally, inevi- in, in, inevitably, I'm like freaking Kim Jong Il over here. <laughs> inevitably. I'm so wrong. Where the hell was I? Um, Inevitably. Yeah, inevitably, Boone clashed with the law. He He had spent nights in jail, and he had had multiple warnings, and he and the sheriff had had many screaming matches, but the sheriff was afraid of him. Well, yeah, no shit, right? The guy's freaking huge. You know, in our first episode, old tough Tony Bastone, he had the, he had the right idea when it when it comes to somebody like um like old Boone. Well, why don't we just fucking shoot him? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> fucking shoot him. Let's just fucking shoot him. We'll get the shit but, done with man. What are we fucking <laughs> around for? <laughs> yeah, but it. It came it came to a head after a particularly brutal beatdown by Boone. The the judge had issued arrest an arrest warrant and god I wish there was a freaking movie about him because this scene is fucking awesome. Um yeah, the, the, I'm warning you this is going to be one of the ones where it's one of those episodes where it's just like you're you're just you kind of find yourself rooting for the bad guy, but that goes away later. <laughs> okay. It goes away later, trust me. <laughs> so <laughs> The judge had issued a, an arrest warrant, and and Boone Boone was on on his source on his source on his on his horse when the warrant was served. He didn't even dismount. He just he just grabbed the summons and he simply rode his horse into the courtroom that was in session. <laughs> Hell he started yeah. Scream- yeah. He started screaming and demanding to know who had issued the warrant and insulting everyone. And take a guess as what happens next. Oh, uh, his horse took a shit in the middle of the courtroom. Probably, but that's not where I was going with that. Uh, okay, I don't know then. The judge rescinded the warrant. <laughs> <laughs> the judge did? Huh. Yeah. He, the, the judge is he, afraid of him, too. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so he just 
he just turned his horse around and went right by the sheriff saying, better luck next time, boys. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Serve me a warning, I'll kick your ass. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> two more, two, on, three more people. He's got to start kicking ass. Yeah, he was twenty. He was only twenty years old at that point. <laughs> Jeez, he's still a child. Yeah, it's a, he's a freaking badass. So, eh, he's now, a bully, but that's you know it is what it is. Yeah, most bullies are badasses. Well, that's not true. Yeah, B- bullies only seem like badasses till you stand up to him. If you stand up to Boone Hill, he's going to whoop your ass! Well, he could try. <laughs> because I'll just take Tough Tony's outlook on the whole thing. and Yeah, exactly. Fucking shoot his ass. You ain't so tough now, are you, motherfucker? Yeah. Look at that. You just turned your head into a fucking canoe. How tough are you now? He'd probably still get up and kick my ass. Yeah, Tough Tony got killed by his own fr- freaking flunky. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> so now, at this point, his family bounced. All, all but all but his parents. His 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 parent. His his father still wanted nothing to do with him, and his his mother let him live with her. And and all he did was drink. And the law was focusing on him, and and Boone decided that he had to do something. My wedge. Uh oh. <laughs> My wedge is what brings us together today. Uh, today. <laughs> and love, true love. True love. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the princess bride. <laughs> so enter Lucinda Browning. Oh. So Boone had been courting it you know, he had been courting her, but she was playing hard to get. Yeah, she she liked him, but she wasn't gonna be a notch on his bedpost. Yeah. And he actually resented her for denying him, but that made him chase her even more. And <laughs> She, she was 17. She's only 17. Oh, she's now winger. Oh, God. Where is this going? <laughs> and, he, and he was 20. So this is shortly after he rode his horse into the damn courthouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When when they got married, they should have um, they should have just rode horses into the courthouse. Yeah, right. How fucking cool would that have been? <laughs> Both of them just riding in there. Both of them. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. I'd have done it. So, so he finally wore her down, and they were married at the, and it was at the same courthouse that his that Boone had ridden his horse into. But, but now Man, his what conquest, are they going to do? Say no. Yeah. So yeah, we want you to marry us. Well, Boone, I don't. Oh, marry us! Well, I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Ride my horse right up in this motherfucker. <laughs> But his conquest was achieved, and all he did on on his wedding night was just get trashed. Ah, uh, and listen, you know he didn't he didn't consummate. He, he just, didn't he lay just, the pipe. He just got drunk. No, he, right. he just he just drank and drank and drank and drank and drank. He's like, he's like, I I just I just got I just got married. 
<laughs> Let's have a drink. Let's have a drink. So she was drink? playing hard to get, and now he's playing hard to want. Okay. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he could have just kicked her ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's going to come up. It is. But I mean, yeah, I'm, he just he just yeah, seems I, like that kind of dude. Yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm not I'm I'm not making fun of domestic abuse or anything like that. I'm making fun of Boone. Yeah. <laughs> so don't get it twisted, all right? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, and Lucinda made sure that he didn't choke choke on his own vomit because you know you can't really dust for vomit. You can't really dust for vomit. <laughs> Jesus we're not even half an hour in we've already done two movies and a song reference (laughs) maybe even more than that (laughs) yeah I mean there's there's two and a song reference that I remember (laughs) yeah so and there's more coming I didn't have any of these written down but there are some later that I did have written down (laughs) (laughs) so you didn't forget just in case yeah but these, these just off the top of my head so far but yeah but those are the best ones yep but he but he's he screamed at her for for trying to make sure that he didn't choke on his vomit maybe maybe she should have let him just choke on his vomit because you know you can't dust for vomit yeah you know and you know then everybody wouldn't been happy because the town bully would have been gone right and our episode would be over right now well, good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs> see, you, see, you, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. That didn't happen. Never mind. You're stuck with us for another hour and a half at least. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So so the she cooked him breakfast in the, the, the next morning, and he freaked out on her, accus, accusing her of not consummating the marriage the night before. Uh, come on now, dude. You know you would rather been drinking, so it's your fault. Fuck him. Right. Dude, I already don't like him. I was liking him. You said you, that was going to change. I did not expect it to change this quick. Yeah, I know. Because he's, I mean, he really treats Lucinda like shit. Yeah, that's another thing I just can't fucking tolerate. So then, to punish her, he dra- he dragged her by to the bed by her hair and raped her. Oh. Classy guy. Yeah. Marital rape wasn't, you know, wasn't a thing back then, obviously, and and then he began abusing her frequently. Uh. So, soon after, Boone had started racking up bar tabs all over the place, and and they were all billed to Lucinda. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, they were poor, and she did what she did what she could. So shortly later, Boone's horse. Literally, oh damn! I totally should have set this up. <laughs> I should have. What I should have said was: shortly later, they got a roommate. Take a guess at who it was. <laughs> His horse. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> but Boone actually cared about the. The only thing that Boone actually cared about was the horse, but he didn't take care of it. The the abuse and rape continued, and she realized she had made a, a mistake by marrying Boone. But but because of the laws at the time, there was no one who would help her. You know, women were basically property back then, and, you know, 
Well, you, you can't rape your own wife. Yeah, right. Oh, she gets out of line, just smack her. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the good old days. Farfig Nugent. <laughs> Farfig Nugent. <laughs> so, so Boone took... God, that noise, man. <laughs> um, Boone took off to do some mining work, and Lucinda knew that he would come back broke, but at least she wasn't getting abused at this point, but with him gone. Well, yeah, I guess there's that. But, of course, he's going to, you know, he's he's doing, like, what, um, was it Angus Sinclair's dad did? He would disappear for weeks at a time, come back broke, you know, because all he was doing was drinking his money away. Yeah. So he, he, he was, he was. In fact, he might have been Angus Sinclair's father. (laughs) (laughs) Or great-grandfather. Yeah, great-grandfather. It's possible, I suppose. I guess. No, not really. No. (laughs) So, while he was gone, she realized that she was pregnant. And she petitioned for a divorce. And Boone came back, and he flipped out. And the, the money that for the divorce had been put up you know somebody had given her the money guess who guess who it was his horse (laughs) (laughs) god you're trying to kill me (laughs) i I don't know the the, the answer to the last question was his horse so i was (laughs) i was going with it again it was his father joseph Okay, I guess that makes more sense than his horse, but I bet everybody's laughing at that one, though. <laughs> oh, shit. We need to put a disclaimer. Like a lot of podcasts will have disclaimers. Oh, we cover sensitive topics that aren't meant for, with you know, like younger viewers or sensitive or listeners or whatever. Yeah. We need to put, so it's like, <laughs> Take a sip of beer in between paragraphs <laughs> so that you don't die when <laughs> when Todd drops when a freaking zinger. Funny. <laughs> the only thing that would have made that funnier if it actually was his horse. I know. <laughs> yeah, his horse. His horse been saving that money, dude. You know, he's in. Well, the horse was, um, you know, while he was out, the horse was being proactive and everything and um, hiding away some of Boone's money. Well, yeah, you know, because horses do that. Right. He's, yeah, he's the responsible one. She should have married the horse. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, shit. Now now, now Peter's going to be after us. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So, Boone's treatment of Lucinda was now public knowledge, and there was no one who would speak up for him when the divorce. Lucinda was awarded the house in the divorce, and Boone tried to go back home, but he found it empty. You know, his his family had had bounced. the The cost of the d- divorce had actually bankrupted Joseph Helm. Uh oh, and. And Boone, uh, I guess divorces were more expensive back then than than they are now. Well, but yeah, I, maybe. Uh, 
Well, considering yeah. that, you know, the... Well, I mean, you would think that you would think that a piece of shit like Boone, you you would think that the divorce would be open and shut, like especially with the reputation that Boone had. Yeah, but it, at it the same like, time, though, you know, dude, you're, you're talking what is this, the 1870s now, or 18, 18 late 1800s, or early 1800s, dude? I mean, you're making a dollar a week, if that. Yeah. But still, you would think it's you come, you know, you come in, like Lucinda says, "Hey, I want a divorce," and and the judge says, "Oh, where's your horse? <laughs> and, <laughs> where's your horse?" And um, and okay, divorce granted. You know, yeah. I mean, it, that should have been open and shut. It's like okay, only one week's pay, dollar. It, like you know, you know what? This one's on the house. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm sure that even back then, lawyers were probably still expensive like they are today it's just right okay everybody's making a dollar all right it's a hundred bucks to hire a lawyer instead of a hundred thousand dollars to hire a lawyer or whatever it is you know what i mean yeah true and they and that joseph helm was always um poor anyway yeah so yeah it, it doesn't take much to break you know to run a poor guy out of money <laughs> true but trust me yeah, that, i know <laughs> but the fact that the fact that he you know, the fact that his own dad, you know, bankrupted himself to pay for the divorce. I mean, that, you know, speaks volumes him, about this man, you know, yeah. About, about Joseph, because, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's just, you know, it's like he's, he's putting a, a knife in his son's back figuratively by, you know, helping, helping this woman get the hell away from, from him, you know? Yeah, but that also speaks, well, you know, we are speaking volumes about, um, uh, about Boone. About Boone, that's it. I don't know why I couldn't remember Boone. Fuck, dude. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, dude, if, you're own, if your own father <laughs> thinks you're such a piece of shit <laughs> that he pays your or pays for the lawyer for your wife to divorce you, you might yeah, want to go off and rethink your life. Yep. <laughs> and But anyway... And I suppose if that happened, sticks. we wouldn't have. If that had happened, our story would be done now too. So, right. So, so now with everybody gone, Boone was alone, and now there was nobody to restrain him. Yeah, I had a feeling this is where it's going to go off the fucking chain here. Yep. So he discovered that he had cousins like somewhere else in Missouri. So he went. He went there to leech off of them. Oh. He he poisoned their mind with his bullshit stories and everything, but but they infected him with their enthusiasm, uh, you know, of, about you know the the gold boom, the gold rush, and so Boone did have mining experience, but he was lazy. So uh-huh. yeah, he he didn't have the luck in this new town he didn't have the luck that he had before the sheriff there was tough and the women had heard heard, heard about what a tool that he was to you know, <laughs> to previous women nice well I'm gonna kick your ass bring it wait <laughs> you're supposed to be afraid of me <laughs> well I ain't one of his, bring it <laughs> one, one of his cousins I swear this is name. This is his name, Littleberry Shoot. Littleberry. We'll just call him Littleberry Shoot. I can't read my own writing. It might be Shast. Okay. But he was young enough to be 
taken in and groomed by Boone. You know, and yeah, you know, they they you know, to basically you know for him to kind of look up at look up to Boone. When I say groom, I mean I, he he he's not grooming him. He's not rape. He's not raping his cousin. Yeah, but but he is still grooming him to so he can take advantage of him. You know, financially and whatnot. Uh huh. So they would drink together a lot, and Boone would go home after drinking. He would pass out, and he would just pass out in the barn. Nighty night. Nighty night. <laughs> Boone, Boone sleep in barn with with horse. <laughs> Boone sleep in horse. Mongo like candy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boone decided that he wanted to go to Texas. That, you know, that's probably because nobody knew him there. Right. And he wanted Littleberry to go with him, and he finally talked him into it, or so he thought, and they decided that they would leave the next day. But Littleberry just, just told him what he wanted to hear just to shut him up. But Boone really, really, really wanted to go to Texas. Why? Because Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's bigger in Texas. Yep. So the next morning, Boone discovered that um, that Littleberry wasn't packed, and Littleberry, he went to Littleberry, and Littleberry said that he had changed his mind. And Boone pulls out his trusty Bowie knife and stabs Littleberry in the heart. Oh. So his first murder, his first known murder, was his own cousin. Wow. And at that, yeah, and at that, and at that time, Littleberry was the only person who would even give him the time of day. As his, his first Damn. known murder, I'm sure, I'm sure that he had. I'm sure that he had killed prior to that. Yeah, probably. He sounds like the kind of guy that would do shit like that. Yeah, especially if you just stab your own cousin in the heart. Yeah, I mean, you know, the family, the only person around you that'll fucking hang out with you, and you go and kill him. Yeah, you probably killed somebody else. Exactly. So Boone was packed up and ready to go, and he found he found out that a posse had 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 formed. Had been had been rounded up to to come for him because they had they had, because Littleberry's body had been found, and of course everybody knew who did it. You well, know? Yeah. And so everybody had heard him talking about Texas, so they go to like the trail down south to go to Texas. So Boone took off and went to California. Oh, really? He pulled a fast one on him, huh? Yep. But the po- the posse quickly realized that he wasn't heading for Texas, so they doubled back, and they headed west. And they and they found him, and he was in. This is like a week or two later. They found him, and he had eaten. He he was in really bad shape and everything. He was starving, and he he had eaten his horse, his most prized. You know, the only thing that meant anything Aww. to him. He, yeah, he had eaten his horse. Yeah, and and when they found him, he was actually trying to suck moisture out of the mud in a dry, dried out riverbed. Wow! So he's in bad shape, and yeah, he he didn't really plan too far ahead for this trip, did he? No, and now this is this is going to be a recurring theme through here. He always like doesn't plan and always winds up like almost about to die, but somehow manages to to pull through. This is like one of those bad movie stories, isn't it? I think it would be a. I think it would make a good movie if done correctly, or, or right. you know, or like a miniseries or something. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got potential, but you know what I mean. It's just like 
<sighs> Never mind. Carry, carry on. I forgot where I was going with that. I had something to say, but it went away. So, you know, it, I mean, he was arrested, and in the in the wagon, he would start giggling or talking to himself. It's like the the sun had like baked him. So he, you know, he had heat stroke. Yeah. So at his trial, he was sentenced to life in a medical rehab center. So he was taken to a, a sanatorium, and people, you know, at, after you know, he, he was kind of like the model prisoner or whatever, and mm-hmm. people started thinking that the monster had been tamed or whatever. Uh, they were wrong. Of course, because they're always wrong in situations like that. Yeah. Well, See? There, it, now it's coming it, up it, again. It's bad movie. It's bad movie shit. <laughs> oh, he's been cured. Let's let him go back out because, you know, if we don't, oh, we don't no, have the rest of a no. movie. They didn't uh, They didn't let him go. But, oh. <laughs> but, yeah, they... Okay, maybe not so bad a movie then. <laughs> so... So the this sentence became ideal for Boone because his only option out west was to be hanged because the law didn't really exist out there. So he he could safely come up with a plan in the sanatorium and he'd also be protected from the posses and everything while while he was in there, obviously. Yeah. You know, once again, c- kind of like Angus Sinclair. Yeah. You know, he's like, "Okay, well, if I'm in jail, the posse that little girl's family can't get to me." Exactly. So he was acting <clears throat> insane, but once they got it, once they got him out of Missouri, he became a model patient and he earned the trust of the staff. Of course he did, you know, because you know that's what you do. Yeah. So one orderly was taking a license, a, a liking to Boone, and it started taking him for walks in the evenings, and this had become a regular thing. And Boone saw an opportunity. So they they got near a patch of trees, and Boone would say that he needed to take a piss. So the the orderly, and, and he did this several times, like, you know, to kind of like establish a pattern, you know? You know, Boone yeah. was smart. Shaking the bush, so, boss. Shaking the bush. Y- yep. <laughs> so the... The orderly would let him would let him go take a piss all all alone, and then one night after about the, the probably the tenth time that he had done this, Boone bounced. Yeah. And the staff at the asylum had assumed that he was dead once they couldn't find him because it was out in the middle of nowhere and they could find no trace of him. Yeah, and he he probably would have died out there because, like I said before, his lack of planning. Yeah, right. Uh, but a, a prospector heading for California took him in. And, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. Oh, of course not. Yeah, the, yeah, so the man caught Boone going through his stuff. And Boone fought him and killed him, but the prospector put up a good fight. But it wasn't enough. So yeah. now Boone had all of the prospect all of the prospectors' things, you know, money, a donkey, um, <laughs> supplies. <laughs> uh, so a donkey. I love it. It's like a freaking video game where you know, like an RPG video game where you go on these quests and you find all the stuff and everything and you collect it. I know, right? Like, what, what the fuck are we doing? Playing Oregon Trail here or what? Come on. Yeah. Too bad he wouldn't die of dis- dysentery. Dis- dysentery. <laughs> 
So Boone, cont- Boone continued west, but he avoided Missouri. And he would trade with groups of people. And if he came across someone traveling alone, he would kill them and take their things. Dude, we are playing Oregon Trail, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, I was literally just going to say that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so the donkey didn't last very long. Oh, poor Boone, donkey. Yeah, Boone killed it and made donkey jerky. Oh, man, she left donkey alive. He'd have made your waffles in the morning. <laughs> but they're not in the swamp. They're in the desert. Well, all right. <laughs> Pancakes, then. <laughs> or biscuits. He made you some biscuits. <laughs> so I don't know. So now he was literally just walking, carrying his, uh, carrying his stuff. When and then when the jerky ran out, he was too tired to hunt, and he was starving, just biding his time until the next unsuspecting victim crossed his path. You know, he like I said before, he was not very good at surviving in the desert. I know, right? He kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you picked the wrong direction to go if you're not good at these things. Yeah, I know. And, and I'm not I'm not I'm not implying that I would do any better than him. Oh, me neither, yeah. but I but I know my limitations. Like, dude, I don't know how to do that, so I'm not going to go that way. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you go that way. You'll be malfunctioning in a week. <laughs> you're putting your side in scrap heap or scrap file. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, we, we are we are such fucking nerds, dude. It's not even funny. <laughs> I mean, one time I was um I was in band camp. Yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I would have rather been in band camp than been in freaking um New Mexico for two and a half. You know, New Mexico and Arizona for a period of like a like three weeks. Right, because I'm telling you, man, that dry, that dry air, man, that that was rough on this floor. Oh boy. yeah, dude, not nah, dude. I mean, yeah, it's, it's an entirely just, different thing, especially when you're used to humid shit, like you know, humid mm-hmm. places. And my my nose was bleeding constantly. My skin felt like it was like too, like it was getting tight. Like oh yeah, like too, t- like getting ready to split open if it got any tighter and everything. It's just like I was like, God, I don't see how these people can live like this. I need moisture. Moisturize me. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, you didn't get that, but that was a Doctor Who reference. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't really watch Doctor Who all that much. <laughs> but oh god! But oh man, it's 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 freaking brutal out there, and it's just like I I you know I I probably you know I I started buying you know moisturizing lotion and everything, and I probably went through two bottles of it in the three weeks that I was there. Well, I bet the clerk at the store thought you were up to something funny, huh? I might have been. Why are you so much <laughs> lotion, man? <laughs> hey, gotta make sure that stays moist. <laughs> right? Can't have that dry Mo- up. Holy crap! Mo- moist. Moist. <laughs> Moist. I love that word, dude. I, I don't. I don't know why everybody hates that word, man. What's What's wrong with moist? I don't know. You, you know what word um really gets to me, like 
I, I, I just have these weird reactions to certain things, like the 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 sound of opening a, a can of beer and pouring it into a, a glass. You know that yeah. irks me. And, and you're, you know, we apparently my eyes that, clanking but, around in my glass too. <laughs> yeah, that that. But um, but there are certain words that get to me too, like. Yeah, and the the one that and, and I heard I heard it on a on a freaking commercial today, and it, it's just even as a kid it was it would um, you know, it's like okay, when you're an adult, you refer to your nether region as your ass, or your butt, or your rear end, or your posterior mm-hmm. epidermis, or whatever. But when it's a little kid, it's the baby's bottom, <laughs> and it's just. And whenever somebody says the baby's bottom, it, it, they always say it with like, like um, it that you know, you got you gotta you gotta you know make sure the baby's bottom. It's like it's not a freaking, but just say the baby's butt. <laughs> All right. The bottom. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I have weird hangups, don't I? Yeah, you kind of do. But hey, who cares? It's all right. <laughs> Hashtag, but I digress. So he he came across a, a hunter, and he killed him, and he got mad because the that man was as bad off as he was. There was no food. Oh. But a man's got to eat, right? Yeah, well, you know, now it's going all Donner Party, huh? All right. And that's when the cannibalism started. Figured it was going to end there, or end up there. Yeah. Even though you did say so, something about it at the beginning, you know, but still I was just like Right. This has got it's gotta get there sooner or later and here it is. It's like I'm on page eight and that's the first time time the you know, it's called the Kentucky Cannibal and but here I am on page eight in the first instance of cannibalism. Yeah, well, you know. Some people are just late bloomers, I guess. I guess. <laughs> so so he butchered the man and began cooking his meat in eating and his senses started coming back to normal um as you know as his body processed its nourishment Mm -hmm. so once he rested and regained his strength and he headed west again and you know he he was determined because he had he had conquered the desert so but he he didn't he didn't he makes another stupid ass mistake. What do you think that was? Oh, I don't know. He's all there beating his chest, saying, "Okay, I conquered the desert." You know, he he had carved up this man and ate part of him. Yeah. He, he didn't. He didn't take any meat with him. He just really. You know, he didn't. Even though he, I mean, he turned the donkey into jerky, he didn't turn the fucking hunter into jerky and carry it with him. What the fuck is wrong with this dude? No, he he just he just ate. You know, got got you know, nur- got nourished and everything. Got his got his bearings straight and everything, and then just left the left the body there. You know, and, yeah. yeah. So he wouldn't make that mistake again. Well, I don't know. He seems to be making a lot of mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wouldn't make that mistake again. So he made it to California. And he found a bar and started drinking with with some of, you know, some more cousins of his that he had run into. All right. And it's like, this guy's got cousins everywhere. Well, I mean, his parents had 11 kids. 
So I, I guess, like, his aunts and uncles probably had 11 kids, 12 kids, 13 kids, or whatever. It's like freaking, you know, um, Genghis Khan lineage over here. <laughs> yeah, right. So it, it became a dick measuring contest between him and his cousins. You know, who was uh-huh. the baddest? You know, which which one of them was the baddest and everything? And Boone would just roll his eyes at them. And that pissed them off. And they said that he wasn't shit. And then he told them that he had killed and eaten some of his victims. Oh. So they're like, okay, like Homer Simpson in the bushes, you know? Okay, yeah. And we're sneaking off. Don't let him, don't let him see that we're leaving. Yeah. Hey, boo, so, look, Elvis. What? Where? <laughs> the bar's empty. Where's Elvis? I'll kick his ass. <laughs> so Boone began searching for gold claims you know, and he was trying to muscle the people that who were there first out of him so he's essentially <laughs> making enemies at this point he's like give me your gold claim or I'm gonna whoop your ass oh boy and then eat you I'm, I'm gonna eat I'm gonna whoop your ass and I'm gonna eat your ass <laughs> <laughs> alrighty then so rumors began going around about him and he he would still hold his own in a bar brawl i mean but then he started something else guess guess what that was oh um let's see okay so he's he can still fight he's cheating people out of that gold mine it has it has to do with fighting Oh, it has to do with fighting? Oh, I don't know. I guess, he, what, he just started, like, boxing or, like, MMA fighting? <laughs> uh, dueling. Dueling? Oh. Yeah. Gun dueling. Did he walk up and slap him in the face with a glove and say, I challenge you to a duel, <laughs> so... <laughs> Probably not. He just, like, he, either duel me or I'm gonna kick your ass! <laughs> well, come on, kick my ass then, because I sure as hell ain't gonna get shot by you. <laughs> but... You know, man, he obviously won every duel that he was in. Obviously, yeah, or the story would be over. The <laughs> story be over. <laughs> so the, the people in town, they were tired of him. Finally, the law started cracking down on him, so he so he bounced to the Pacific Northwest. Oh. Yeah. And he... He had made good money with the gold mines that he had muscled out. So, I mean, he's he's well off. So, now he can trade with people. He doesn't have to, you know, he's not he's not going to be starving to death or anything like that like like he was. So, you know, he, he could trade with people, he could buy stuff and all that stuff because I mean, he he was wealthy at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 easy, it's easy to be wealthy and everything you know when when you take a bunch of gold but you don't have to do the mining yourself you just kick somebody's ass oh yeah right <laughs> kick their ass and take their shit yeah but he still preferred to travel alone, but he would socialize in order to trade, and they'd swap stories, but he kind of left out his murders and his appetite. Well, that's probably a good idea. Does. But if provoked, he would defend himself. And then then he he started then he decided that you know he was going to go vigilante. 
Oh, right. Yeah, and he he started he started searching out known outlaws and roughing them up and um, or killing them, and he actually kind of became a minor celebrity because of it. Oh uh, yeah, right on. <laughs> yeah, like the bare knuckle Lone Ranger. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but then he he fell in with a small gang of bandits and and like a total role reversal. And they they taught him how to to rob at gunpoint quickly, and and he he convinced them. It's like no, you don't want to. It's like okay, that's fine. We rob them quickly and everything, but you don't want to leave a live witness. Yeah, right. We know so, all about that. Yeah. So then he began. They they began terrorizing small towns and everything, daring the the sheriffs to try them. It's just like, you know, we're gonna run ruckshot and everything, and then. Don't fuck with us or we'll kick your ass. <laughs> so most people who had found fortune in gold, they they packed up for Oregon. So there's lots of unsuspecting victims who didn't realize that they were about to donate to Boone Gang's Boone Hills Gang's wallets. <laughs> and he joked he joked that they were doing the victims a favor by lightening their loads so that their travels would be easier. <laughs> well, I, I guess if you gotta justify it, you whatever you whatever you gotta say to you know yeah, whatever helps you sleep at night. Exactly. <laughs> so to keep to keep their loads light, they would just bury their their takes. So we're getting into a little pirate thing. You know, bur- buried treasure. X marks the spot. Arrgh. Yeah. This um this book has that same disclaimer that the Angus um, Sinclair episode or book had oh, about embellishments and everything. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'll be honest with you, I'm I, so, not very much of it, but some of it I've put my own you know my own touch on as well. Yeah. So. But, but the 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 victims, you know, they would bury the their takes. But the victims that they killed, they would just leave them where they fell, and there were a lot of them. Yeah. They pillaged everywhere that they went, and they they got to the 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 dolls in Oregon, and um, where that is, okay, Oregon, right there at the state line. You know, when you're traveling across. What I can't remember what interstate that I think it's I eighty four. When you're coming out of Idaho, you're in the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, but but right but right there but right there at at the state line when you cross from Idaho and you're in the Panhandle of Idaho at, at this point. But um but right there, you know you're you're like really close to the Washington state line. Mm-hmm. You know the the southern and and Montana, but. But they, but where the dolls are, I mean, it's it's just like you you come out you you come like the the Rocky Mountains just end abruptly right there at the state line between yeah. Idaho and Oregon, and you know you have to go down this gorge and everything, you know it's called the Cabbages and it's a gorgeous stuff. But once you once you come to the bottom of that, it's just it's just flat right after that. You know, it's just like you you come off of that like abruptly. And then it's just flat for miles and miles and miles until you get into the Cascades, the mm-hmm. Cascade Mountains, which are the most gorgeous scenery I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. I've been there. So, so the dolls, 
is like smack dab in between you know the Idaho you know where the, where the Rocky Mountains end and um and where the Cascades begin so it's like right there in and all the this flatland yeah so so they they ran into trouble that they weren't expecting the sheriff there at the dolls they knew about him and they sent writers out to collect evidence to so they could obtain a warrant and he wanted to arrest them and hold them until they had evidence to hang them. But the the stupid writers, they couldn't keep their mouths shut. So word got to Boone. So they were able to, to plan and be ready for it. Ah. We're going after Boone. We're going Yay. to get ambulance. We're going to get ambulance on him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, money, money. <laughs> but so the, the the gang voted to avoid the dolls and their their reputation was getting around and it wouldn't take much for the townspeople to unite and outnumber them well yeah once once again like old tough tony well we just shoot once we just fucking shoot him we'll just fucking shoot him feed him to the fucking big feet <laughs> well, you know, because they're in the, great, the they're in the northwest there, so yeah, yeah. that's big feet but, territory. Yeah, so that they decided to go to Camp Floyd in in Utah, where a, a large silver deposit had been discovered there, and they that would likely attract a whole new crop of people who hadn't heard about the gang. Oh. And get ready to laugh. Because this part's hilarious. All right. Uh, um, plus, it was Mormon controlled, obviously. But Boone and the gang. Boone and the gang? <laughs> Boone and the gang. <laughs> uh, they thought that polyg- polygamy. They thought that polygamy meant that they were going to a place where the women would just fuck anyone anytime. Uh, <laughs> they, they didn't know what polygamy meant. Well, well. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I I'm not sure what to say to that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for it. <laughs> how, how do you not know what that means? Well, but then again, though, I mean, figure. They're pro- most of them are probably uneducated, and they just heard well, rumors okay. and whatnot. And- well, they heard they heard rumors. It's like, okay, well, okay, th- there's this place and everything where men are allowed to have multiple wives. So they probably just assumed that. Yeah. So, so like, okay, everybody's fucking everybody there. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. I can get, I, I can kind of see it, but yeah, I mean, that makes you know, sense. I mean, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Like you said, especially, you know, because more than likely they're uneducated. Right. Well, and, yeah, yeah, I mean. You know, and then, yeah, you hear you hear that and. Yeah, yeah Boone, I can see making edu- that leap. Okay, I got you. Yeah, the only the only education that Boone has is whooping ass. Yeah, right. <laughs> I swear I'll never get tired of saying that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so no, it makes sense. All right, I'm, I I get that now. Yeah, so the the gang 
you know, headed um, back east toward Utah in October of 1859. So the, the Dawes Sheriff writers had come back with all sorts of evidence to justify a, a arrest, but the gang had vanished. But the, the sheriff, he wasn't pissed off about it. He was glad because now they were somebody else's problem. Yeah, right? Oh, God, I don't have to deal with these assholes anymore. Yeah. But there were people, there were other people who were after Boone's gang. And they, they set up in the high ground, you know, <laughs> above a, a pass. <laughs> don't try I it. I that. have the high I ground. I didn't even realize that shit. I had it written down. I didn't even. I didn't even make that connection. <laughs> Don't try it. I have the high ground. You underestimate my power. <laughs> Shut up, you whiny little bitch. <laughs> but they. But the gang saw it coming, and so they they spurred the hell out of their horses and hauled ass through the pass. Boone realized that these people were the Maidu or. Digger Indians. All right. They they were called that because they they would carve um, homes into into the hills. The the digger uh-huh. Indians, you know. Cool. So they, I got you. Yeah, they they were after Boone's gang not because of what they had done or anything like that, but they were intruding on their land. This was their land. Yeah. So a firefight ensued, but it was more like two stuff two. St- Two squads of Star Wars stormtroopers tr- in a firefight. <laughs> Just missing everything. Nobody, yeah, nobody was hit on either side. <laughs> so they got away and they made camp, but they slept in ships in case the Indians attacked them in, during the night. But Boone knew that the Indians would still be on their tail. But soon after, another problem presented itself. Take a guess. Um, they ran out of food. Not yet, but winter is coming. Oh, God, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck. Fuck you, King of the North. <laughs> fuck you and your winter. <laughs> We've been waiting for winter for a thousand fucking years. When's it coming? <laughs> well, it's like a so hundred years or whatever, but still, you know what I mean. Well, they're in Utah. Winter comes every year there. <laughs> it's know, already but, winter there now. Well, I know, but you know, I'm going with what you're the reference here. Yeah. Old Game of Thrones. Yeah. All right. If you're if you're listening to this, go back, restart the episode. Listen with <laughs> a bunch of friends and do a drinking game. Anytime we do a, a, a song reference, you take a drink. Anytime we do a TV show reference, take two drinks. Anytime we do a movie, take three drinks. They, they can't do that. <laughs> Nobody will make it out of this one alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we've been doing. <laughs> it's been fun, though. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> They traveled in circles so that they, you know, to to lose any pursuers. But they were gonna re, uh, run out of supplies before they reached any town or civilization. So they made it to Soda Springs, Oregon, but that town had been abandoned for the winter. So they they decided to hunker down there for the winter, breaking into the lockdown buildings for shelter. 
but there was no food or water, so they decided to press on. They they moved along the Bear River, and that was the only landmark that they could use because of all the snow. Yeah. But the weather got worse, and they, they found an abandoned hunting cabin, so reluctantly they decided to hunker down there. So cabin fever set in, and they were bored. This can't end well. Once, <laughs> nah. Once the liquor ran out, the gang started dick measuring, bickering, etc. But Boom was just kind of laid back and reserved. W- one man, a man named Burton, he was watching Boone, and he figured that Boone was just waiting for a break in the weather, and he would bounce and leave the rest of them. Burton, <laughs> Did you say bounce and eat the rest of them? <laughs> leave the rest of them. Leave the rest of them. Okay. It sounded like you said eat the rest of them. I'm like... No, they don't. They don't know. About that's what. I, that's what I was like. How? Did, how did he know that? <laughs> I mean, he's probably going to eat you. But how did you know? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Burton thought that his best chances of survival were with Boone, not the other chuckleheads. Mm-hmm. I love that word, chuckleheads. Chuckleheads. Chucklefuck. So, so Boone knew winter wilderness survival, and. It was it was Boone that had even gotten them that far. I guess he didn't tell him about all the times where he just set out in the middle of the frickin' desert with no supplies and no nothing and almost starved to death. Yeah, right? The snow was relentless, and Boone had actually... Boone brought a horse into the cabin. He, he likes bringing horses into buildings. Yeah, he does seem <laughs> to like bringing horses into buildings for some reason. But he slaughtered this one and they ate it. And, uh, and and the following weeks they had eaten they wound up eating all of their horses. Well hey. As long as it don't turn, I guess it ain't that bad. Yeah. So finally Boone announced that it was time to go. His gang, he's like, Okay, you could you could stay or go with me. They all decided to go with him and the plan was backtracked past Soda Springs and try to get to Fort Hall, which was an established point. They they didn't want to go there at first, but the time passed, and due to their ragged appearance and everything, they could go there without be without being recognized. Oh yeah, yeah. So so Boone also surmised surmised that the rest of his gang wouldn't actually survive the trip. <laughs> well, he was hoping, right? Yeah. So. Once they got to Soda Springs, they slept, and Boone woke up in the middle of the night, and he was quiet, and he didn't wake anyone up, and he and he left. But Burton was awake, and he followed Boone. Uh. So they so they they trudged on, eating snow for for water and eating horse jerky. They didn't sleep, um, you know, because sleeping. Sleeping in the whiteout blizzard, that's death. Oh, yeah, definitely. But Burton fell into the snow, and Boone kept on. You know, he, he, got, he, got, to, he got to Fort Hall, but it was empty, cold, and bare. Really? Nobody was there? It was empty, Tell cold, and bare? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sorry. That one got past me. Smoke on the water? Smoke on the water. 
okay. Yeah. Golden bear. <laughs> really? That's what he says there? Because I thought it said something else. That's why I didn't get it. Never mind. There, there was shelter and firewood, but that was it. I mean, it, it wasn't, you know, it's, it's like they had, they had all taken off from that place, too, like they did with um, Soda Springs. Soda Springs. Dude, that just, that makes me think of fucking that movie Cars or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, see, there's another movie. Uh, that one that one might not count as a drinking one, though. <laughs> no. But Soda Springs, I, I, I don't know. You might be right. I mean, that, that movie does take place. It, it, that, that's, that's a long Route 66. Never mind. Yeah, well, it's called Radiator Springs, but you keep you say Soda Springs, and it just it makes me think oh, of okay. that. That's all. You know what I mean? It just makes me think of it. Yeah. But luck, luckily for Burton, Boone went back to retrieve him. I wonder why. Oh, because Boone was hungry. <laughs> yeah, Bur- Burton was barely alive. So so Boone dragged him up to Fort Hall, and and he, he thawed Burton out, and got him awake and alert. And then, you know, once once they're in there with the, you know, with the fire and all that stuff and everything, Boone fell into a deep sleep, completely comfortable. Boone was his guardian angel. Oh. Yeah, he, he slept next to the fire and having the best sleep of his life until... Trigger warning. And that's how we're going to wrap up part one. <laughs> oh, you fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, that's how we're going to wrap up part How are you going to leave me hanging hair. like that? <laughs> well, I mean, it's just, I've got, this This would have been a long ass episode. Yeah. And everything no, no. if I hadn't, if, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, and this, I, I hope this doesn't piss our listeners off. I mean, we've, yeah, just like we're, the show is growing and everything. Wow, oh, they'll love but, it. They'll get it. They'll get the joke. But, but the thing is, is next week isn't going to be part two. Yeah, we're going to do it. We're pulling They're the gonna... Game of Thrones on you. You're going to have to wait another fucking year to hear part two of this. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. It, you know, we have a the Halloween special next week, and then um, and then part two will be the following week. Yeah, so we're. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're we're doing something a little different yeah and, well, you know you got to change it up because if you keep doing the same shit over and over and over again people just get bored right and what a hell of a cliffhanger yeah i know dude i wasn't i, I know we had <laughs> talked about this but i wasn't expecting it to end there <laughs> <laughs> oh that was good good one bro <laughs> I couldn't think of a better spot. Should we should we tell them what we're doing for the for the Halloween special? Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, let's tell them. Um, we're we're doing cryptids. Cryptids. We're we're cryptids, and we're calling the and Todd is going to be taking the lead on the the cryptid episodes. Yes, and and so we've come up with a a little name for them. It's the Cryptod series. Yes, it will be the Cryptod series. Not going to do it a lot. Not very, you know, every now and again. Every, yeah, every now and then. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. And, and maybe next Halloween we, we might start dipping into the paranormal as well. Who knows? But uh, maybe. But yeah, I love cryptids. I mean, you know, I'm like, I'm like Mulder from the X-Files. I want to believe, but, you know. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you 
just decided to take the lead on that because I'm not as into them as you know as oh, you are. Yeah. But I mean, but I don't mind. I mean, I don't mind. It's like I'll. Like yeah. if Necron- Necronomapod or whatever does a, you know, does a cryptid episode or whatever, or the Brohio, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll listen to the episode because I, I do enjoy hearing about it. But as far as like re- researching and, and talking about it, um, yeah, it's just, it, it's just kind of not my thing, you know? Oh yeah. No, I'm but, but I'm, but I mean, you know, I, I actually like it when you, t- but you know, yeah, well, I don't dislike them. I but, know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good, and I like them. I love I, cryptids. I, I like it when you. I, I like it when you take lead on an episode too. Well, yeah, you know, it gives you a break. As long as we're not, as long as we don't go overboard like we did on the Blood Countess. Yeah, Elizabeth let's stop talking about the Bathory episode. Fuck's sake, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's I know it is hilarious, hilarious, but goddamn, dude, really, you still rubbing that shit in my face? Hey, I was just as guilty as you. I know, dude. I'm fucking with you, bro. Come on. It's all good. <laughs> so. You know, that episode anyway, was fun while we were doing it. It just went a little off the rails. That's all. It, it's fun to listen to as well. I mean, you know, it's just like, I, I, the only thing is, it's like that episode and BTK, <laughs> I hope that, I hope that nobody hears those three episodes. As their first, As first introduction yeah, right. to our show. <laughs> yeah, right. No shit. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh my God, these guys suck. <laughs> Dude, what the but, fuck are these fuckers thinking? Holy crap. <laughs> but we're, but, but the, the, the Bathory episode, it doesn't, you know, it's just, like, we, we put that in a different category than BTK. BTK was just horrible, cursed uh, uh, from... The, from the get-go yeah it was. by far our worst episode yeah but with the bathory episode we got through it a couple of times <laughs> and it's yeah, just right. it's just it's hilarious to listen to if if you if you already know about the show that that's a hilarious episode to listen to yeah so <laughs> just don't listen to that one that, first if you're just out finding us and listening to this episode good Save that one for the end. Yeah, that one, and we don't even care if you listen to BTK. I would, we'd rather you did. Yeah, you know, like, like go backwards. Like you know, go back. I mean, unless unless you're just a glutton for punishment and you want to see how we've improved, but yeah, go backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I usually do when I find a new podcast is I'll listen to their their most current episode, and if I like it, then I'll go to the beginning, and and start. You know, working yeah. my way out like like that. That that's how that's whenever I find find a new podcast, that's how I that's how I do it. Right on. So I think that's the best way to do it because like to to hook you, you want their best, and so you assume that their current episode is going to be the best. Yeah, you would assume. So then it's like, okay, I like this. Okay, let's let's go back to the beginning now. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up here. Um, and we will see you next week. Until next week, later. Cheers, everybody.